this is the Bedford Blues Podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Blues Podcast. Well, we're approaching the business end of the season now, with a maximum of three games left for Bedford Blues, dependent on success in the Championship Cup. This time of the calendar is always twinged with sadness, as players come and go right the way across the Championship, including here at Goldenton Road, as Joe Atkinson has announced his impending retirement. Ahead of what could be his Goldenton Road farewell, I caught up with Atko to talk all things his career and the huge Championship Cup fixture against his former employers tomorrow. Well, Atko, good to be catching up. Coming towards the end of the season now, the season that you have decided is going to be your final in professional rugby, I guess it's the best place to start. What are your reasonings behind uh, choosing to hang up the boots at the end of this campaign? Mm, getting straight into it. So, yeah, um, I mean, I think just for me, even though I'm still enjoying my rugby, still playing a lot, it's just like the right time to to retire. So the body's still hanging on in there, which has always been a big focus. I've always said sort of throughout my career that I want to retire on my own terms. And sort of like you realise, speaking to some old lads that I know from years gone by that, you're lucky to retire on your own terms and without any major injuries and stuff like that. So that's been, I wouldn't say it's been a focus staying injury free because as soon as I run out on the pitch, like you, you forget about it and you just, I just want to get stuck into the game. Um, but I, uh, I class myself as being lucky to get this far without any, anything serious. So let's keep it that way. And, um, and yeah, and then, Moving forward, it just means that I can, uh, yeah, enjoy retirement with without any major knocks. You've obviously been extremely focused during the campaign. Have you had time to let it sink in yet that it's almost coming to an end? Yeah, it's funny you should mention that because um, just driving in now, it is obviously with the cup competition. I don't want it to end, and and obviously, and, and hopefully, that's how um, like we're gonna. Um, give uh, give Pirates a real good game at the weekend, but then like there's still then games to go. Like there's some teams when they lost in the first round, like that's obviously their the season done and dusted. But we potentially got three more games, and I'm I really want to play all the, all three games. So um, yeah, yeah, we know it's a <coughs> semi final away at Elinor Hampton. We know that mm. we don't know yet details on the final whether it's home away neutral venue. Yes, you've kind of got to look at Saturday as this could be your last time running out of Goldenton Road. Will it hit you as you step out onto the field that this could be the last time you're in front of the home fans? Yeah, yeah, I'm sure it will. Yeah, running through the um, through the crowd as we go onto the pitch kind of thing is it's probably going to feel quite surreal and just got to make sure I stay in the moment and enjoy every moment as it happens kind of thing. You don't want to look back and have blocked out all of the... Uh, all of the Goldington Road faithful kind of thing because you want to hear it as it uh, as it happened. And at the final whistle, will it maybe take you a little bit longer to walk back to the changing rooms? Will <laughs> you be trying to take it all in that kind of atmosphere? We might have a final, but we won't know at that time where it is. Yeah, we'll only know this, know if we've progressed to the second yeah, yeah. final. Will it take you a little bit longer just to walk back to the changing rooms, soak it all in? Yeah, it might do. Yeah, I mean, it's um, I've enjoyed running out at Goldington Road every time. So, um, so yeah, the, the walk back in might be uh, a little bit slower. Might have my son with me as well. So it'll be nice. Uh, yeah, nice one. If it is the last game at Goldington Road, then, yeah, we're, we'll do have a cracker. 
It's strange to look at positives and negatives to finishing your playing career. I'm sure the positives are very easy for fans to understand. Your body won't take as much of a battering. Mm. You'll find certain things like that. Just maybe pick out one negative on and off the field that you're going to miss the most when your career comes to an end in a couple of weeks. Right, the negatives, I'm not going to miss waking up sort of Sunday morning feeling like a plank of wood and not being able to get out of bed. So... That's going to be something that I'm looking forward to not feeling like. And it's funny, like I remember back to when I first started playing proper sort of men's rugby and um, you recover a lot quicker. And then as the years have slowly ticked by, now I can remember some uh, some of the older lads, like they'll go onto the training pitch and it would take them a good sort of like 10, 15 minutes of stretching and, and jogging and stuff to get that body moving. And I'm not quite at that stage as well, but... Um, yeah, it's certainly something that those uh, aches and pains and stuff that uh, I'm not going to miss. And what what are you going to miss the most? I suppose it's just like the the day to day coming in and it's, it is a job, but we come in and you play and you train with your mates. That's the the amazing thing about professional rugby and I suppose other sports as well. But when you have a real close knit team that. Yeah, it's it's training, it's your job, but at the same time you're doing it with your mates around you, which is just yeah, it's amazing. And I don't think there's there's many other jobs like that that you can say um, yeah, you bond quite like you do because you you realise you go out on the pitch on Saturday and you're you're putting everything on your on the line, you're putting the, your body on the line, and and some lads obviously come off worse and stuff like that, but then you all come together and you realise that that's why you're doing it, because of the guy sat across the table and sat next to you kind of thing. I'm sure that you'll be heading back to Goldington Road as a as a fan mm. next season and, yeah, of course, and yeah. into the seasons afterwards, but you are moving home yeah. uh, when you finish. Is that going to make it harder for you? Because you talk about those uh, relationships you build with the players. Mm. You know, you've got certain former players around here now that are still involved in and around Bedford and are still sort of part of the circle of players, even though they're not within the playing squad? Is it going to make it harder that you're, that there's going to be a little bit of room between you and this current squad as well? Yeah, I, I mean, as uh, as everyone gets older, sort of, you, you all take your own path and stuff like that. And yeah, you do become a little bit estranged, I suppose. But um, with the, the joys of social media and stuff, you feel... You might be a part, but then at the same time, you feel connected because you can sort of catch up and see what, what everyone's doing. And obviously the, the WhatsApp groups that we're involved with and stuff like that, you still have a, have a, like catch ups and banter with the lads on that. So, yeah, I'll be moving away. But at the same time, we do sort of we still keep in touch. And like, for instance, for from teams previously, I've um, so some of the Cornish Pirates lads and then the Scottish lads and even my uni friends, like we still we still catch up from now, like now and again, and uh, and yeah, it might only be a couple of times a year, but still, that's the yeah, keeping the bond strong. We announced the news publicly two <clears throat> or three weeks ago. When did you choose that you would be finishing at the end of this campaign? Um, yeah, good question. Um, I'm not really. I never really had a, a definite until the day that I uh, I came in and spoke to Mike and stuff that I was. I wanted to retire. Then obviously you always think all oh, like when will it be and and stuff like that. But um yeah, it, it might have been a couple of weeks before that it was sort of solid in my mind that this was what I was going to do. But up until the point that you make it real, 
if you know what I mean. Then I mean, yeah, it's the uh, there's always the option to come back, but uh, yeah, the wheels are in motion now. Was there any point in that transitionary period where you tried to talk yourself out of it, where people around you tried to talk yourself out of it? Uh, no, I, I don't think so. I think I, yeah, I got it straight in my head that this is what I wanted, and um, and yeah, and and this is how it's going to play out. But yeah, we've hopefully got three more games left. So finishing my career with a bit of silverware would be amazing. I mean, that, that's the focus kind of thing. Um, it's in the back of my mind that I am retiring, but I've not yet. I've still got games to play kind of thing. Um, and finishing with silverware would be pretty amazing. I think the only other time I've won any silverware as, as, a, as a man playing men's rugby is... Um, when I was at Loughborough and we got promoted into National One. So then that was back in 2012. So quite a while ago. And there's not many opportunities to win silverware. So this would be an amazing opportunity to do that. Yeah, it would be long overdue for both you by the sounds of it, but also, yeah. but also for the club as well. Obviously, we've got to get past Cordish Pirates on Saturday. Mm. We know it's it's win or bust kind of yeah. thing. And we can take them into extra time if we win by one point. But I guess you want it done in the 80 minutes. Yeah, um, yeah. What are we going to be taking out of the the game that we just played on Saturday going into this one? And what are we going to change to try and get the result we've probably deserved across the three games we played against Pirates, but haven't managed to get so far? Yeah, yeah. For those of you that don't know, like we we lost by one point and it was the last try of the game, last sort of minute of the game that we we actually lost it. So um, we were in a commanding lead um, sort of the first 10, 15 minutes of the second half. And then we... Took, took our uh, foot off the gas kind of thing and and let it slip. So it was uh, down to us, down to us on the pitch. But we we showed that we could play our expansive Bedford way and we scored some really good tries, some some clever forward tries and some uh, and a couple of breakaways and stuff like that. Um, and a couple near misses that we, we should have scored off as well. So there was a lot of opportunities to put the game to bed. I think that's been, yeah, that's... To be, to be honest, that's a bit of a trait with the, the last couple of games against Pirates as well, is we've had the opportunities to do it, but then we've kind of fallen short just uh, just in the dying moments. What's it going to take to change that? Not necessarily mentality, but it's, be, it's becoming a little bit of a habit now that we go in front against Pirates and then sort of blow it. Yeah. How do we do it differently on, yeah. Saturday, on Saturday. Like when you're so close like that, I suppose it, it's staying calm on the pitch. It's knowing when to play, where to play on the pitch, whether to to kick to touch and gain a bit of field position. And then, and then it requires a big defensive effort kind of thing afterwards. So it's about, yeah, staying calm. Again, staying in the moment. I think that's a big thing on, on the rugby pitch. You yeah, can't let the minute sort of slip by and uh, and go missing kind of thing. So it's, just sticking together and I mean we all know what the end goal we want so yeah it's yeah putting putting it right on the pitch and um, getting to that finish line. Since Rich left for Bristol on loan you've obviously been captain for most of those games and mm. have been part of what I would describe as the senior leadership group this mm. season. Do you put any more pressure on yourself when those things you know at Pirates don't particularly go well? Do you put more pressure on yourself? Um I don't know. I mean, I've got other lads around me. I'm obviously new to the captaincy. I've played a lot of games in the championship um, up up to being captain now. Um, so I've got sort of that experience. But still, it's um, it's not just a one man 
um, sort of camp captaincy at the moment. I might be wearing the uh, the armband, as it were, but like talking to the other senior lads around me and stuff. And then we make a sort of a, a group decision um, on the pitch, which it's nice having the support of the other lads as well. Does that show how close this group is, that you've got that kind of trans transparency, that you all see each other as leaders and you take confidence in each other to make calls? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like we're, it's not a... Rugby's not a team, get not a game where you want to point fingers at, at someone saying, "Oh, like that was his call," blah blah blah. So we we want to, um, yeah. If we're all on board with it, then we 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 shoulder the responsibility together. Cornish Pirates is if we get the positive result, we'll go to the semi final. We win the semi final. We'll you know, it's kind of set out what we yeah. need to do to win. So where they like three knockout games now, aren't they? There's no first leg, second leg, that kind of thing. Does that make it a little bit easier for the, the playing group? You kind of know it's just it's just a one-off game now. Yeah, just a one-off. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I, that's the special thing about cup rugby is that it is, uh, I mean, it's, it's been slightly different this year with it being um, sort of two legs and done on aggregate. But yeah, it's usually, yeah, it's just knockout, which it is now basically for us. It's interesting looking at the stats. You look at the Cornish Pirates. We had the game last Saturday. Pirates scored six tries. We scored four. Mm. We only lost by one point. It's interesting the different ways you can go go about winning a game. Yeah. And Mike has spoken spoken to me about ah oh, we need to kick there. We need to go for the try there. We need to kick there. Yeah. Being a being a knockout game. I guess it's back to what we've done all season, which is one off game, win it. During the season where we've potentially fallen short, is that we've try to always go for the seven points. And I think we showed, you said, um, the, the try stats, Pirates outscored us, but it's because we kept the scoreboard ticking over. We took the, we got a brilliant kicker in Will Maisie and, and with his range and stuff like that, we knew that certain penalties were a guarantee of three points. So why not take them and, and keep the scoreboard ticking over? And we forced Pirates to play until the death play until that last minute for them to clinch it, which, yeah, Pirates has got to be one of the toughest places to go. Uh, it's obviously a, a really long journey from Bedford as well, being a cross-country. Yeah, falling short. I mean, twice this season, we fell just short down there. It's going to be quite similar this week. I think we need to come off, start with a, a quick start um, and just keep that scoreboard ticking, keep it moving. We obviously want not just you, but the, the team to thrive this season and get the ending that we probably deserve for this chapter at, at the club. Whether or not that happens, we'll find out in a couple of weeks and you can only surmise if that happens at this point. But mm. looking at your career with those potential three games to go, how do you reflect on your career as a whole to this thing? Um, lots, of, lots of ups and downs, I think, unless you're in one of the the top teams kind of thing you that's what the players always going to say you, you have your some really un unbelievable wins and stuff like that and then you have losses where you should have won i think i've i've enjoyed every minute on the pitch um and i've been lucky to to be on the pitch um quite a lot so i've uh, yeah it's been a a good career and yeah let's finish strong don't necessarily have to pick bedford i'm not going to try and make you do so but <laughs> if you could pick two or three of your favourite moments from your career so far, what would they be? Um, so the, the win this year um, against Ealing away, that was that's very special for us. I was on the bench actually to start with, but then came on the last sort of half an hour and, um, and sort of helped steer 
um, steer the, the the boys to a win, um, which was yeah really special. Down in Cornwall, uh, Pirates that would be 2016, 15, 16 or 14, 15. Um, we beat Bristol down there, um, which which shows even back then what a, a tough place it was. Yeah, that was special. And then I suppose going back to um, I mentioned before university and and winning um, national league one with Loughborough and uh, national league two and then get promoted into national league one that was yeah that was very special well that co has been brilliant catching up i'm sure i speak on behalf of all the blues supporters in thanking you for your service to this club in the last few years and we wish you well in your next chapter and we look forward to well welcoming you back as a fan to golden to road yeah my pleasure yeah thanks for having me and well, looking forward to seeing everyone on uh, on Saturday for Ladies' Day. So we'll uh, we'll have a big one then. Well, that's all we've got time for on this latest episode of the Blues Podcast. Don't forget to join us at Goldenton Road for Ladies' Day with multiple online ticket offers available right up until kickoff. We've got several market stalls in the marquee, all the usual fun and entertainment, and the familiar post-match shirt auction returns, which I'm sure will be another fantastic spectacle. Help us into the semi-final by packing out the stands on match day. Simply head to www.bedfordrugby.co.uk forward slash tickets to secure your spot. Take care, everyone, and see you all soon.